Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing is Jake this morning. And we're going to head over to Venice, Louisiana this morning and strike up a conversation with Captain Mike Jeffcoat. Mike, good morning. How are you, man? I'm good. Thank you. How about you? Can't you complain? You sound tired. I, I am. And I just crawled <laughs> in the truck. I got off the water Monday and made a mad dash home. Got a few days of honeydews around here and now I'm headed back this morning. Goodness gracious. Matter of fact, I just got in the truck. I waited Did about you? What, four or yeah, I waited about four fifty nine. Time I get a truck, keep calling. So. There you go. We timed it beautifully. <laughs> yep. I hate to leave this cheap, the cheaper diesel that y'all have over here versus what we got over there. So. Right. And it's well, if you call it cheap, yeah. But it's still at least a dollar a gallon more than it should be. Maybe two dollars a yeah. gallon more than it should be. Two ninety three Cleveland. Dang. It's a lot better than four fifty. I'm paying in Venice, Louisiana. Four fifty. Yep. Well, you can have that. <laughs> yeah, I hear. You. I mean, I've been. I've been making sure that I've got plenty of stuff so I don't have to do enough travel from camp to the marina and back. Right. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know fishing. I, the fish is very good. There's some days that you just can't beat it, but that river fell back out and got green. Them fish. Made a big turnaround, but them bull tides we had was our biggest problem last week. You know, it finally flip-flopped. Well, it didn't flip-flop, actually, over there for us. It just, we had a weak red cup, and then it just flattened out all day long. And I had to get in that river system like Sunday. I went 70.1 miles before I figured out what was going on. 70.1. Yeah. Get you some of that at 490 a gallon. There you go. But, uh, no, it just you know, had so many factors that was playing on them fish, you know. That incoming every morning, you was going to redfish, you better got them first thing. You know, luckily my big morning trout, so we trout fish every morning, but 
after that, you are catching them right there. He used to go. Yeah, he got back that cane, and uh, I just, I just scattered out, you know. And you know, you pull up, and catch one. Say, man, they've got them here. Yeah, all right. They were gone because that's the only one that was there. I kept running in passes. I mean, I went from the west side to the east side. Made a big loop through everything over there and finally come into a pass that had some current in it and had some bullet in it. And that's a big thing, too. I mean, the bait that we had that you could walk on in places, they've left it. You know, and I know where they went. <laughs> so, um, I found a bunch of bullets. Had a little of that river current on it. I mean, just sat there about 30 minutes and caught them. Y'all's trout bite still good over there? Yeah, it's good. When, long as the weather, you know, that's been a... Right. You know, we've had them storms, you know, building up outside out there. You know, it'll run you off from the outside, but they never develops and comes inside. You know, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I got an inch and a half cracks in my yard now. It's crazy how that water has not got on land. There's yeah, as wet as it's been, been, now that it's dried out good, I'm getting cracks at my house, and that's hard to believe. As wet as it Man, was just that, a month ago, it that, was terrible. You missed that rain not full last yeah, I didn't get any. It stayed east of me. It's uh, last two days I've had uh, a lot of rain over there east. I went to the deer leash here. I took the grandson. We went out there and made a quick round out there. They got six inches out there Tuesday night. Where's that? In the river bottom. Deer camp. <laughs> I, I saw that, you know, north and east of me, and I'm going, man, somebody's getting it. Wow. I'm talking about. Got it because that's, oh, that's water a that river bottom. That's, that's a floater that there. Yeah, I mean, I was in what other than the main road going in and going to the back. You know, uh, wasn't no water over it. A couple of spots and a little bit of running water, but once I got off in that bottom and stuff, I stayed in water the whole time. I was I didn't have to worry about washing my buggy when I got back. Well, I had plenty of water to rinse it off with. Man. Crazy. Yeah. There were some sloughs out there that I haven't seen in 10 years. Level full. Boy. So that was crazy. Well, I kind of noticed when I got off the 787 going in there on Old County Road, I seen a bunch of floating down the trees. I'm going, man, that must really have a storm. And I had to look at the road ditches and I they had a storm out here last night, but I didn't realize it was that much. Hey, you had a drop. We ain't had a drop in our place here out of Cleveland. But that's a good thing. Probably don't have to worry about mowing the grass. So. That's the same thing in Venice. I mean, I'm once a week, and I really don't have to mow it once a week. It's just that dry. My son, I was saying this. It's probably going to make it unless we get some water on it. Uh, it'll be back. I've 
figured out one thing in my lifetime, no matter what you do to St. Augustine grass, I mean, it can just, you think, well, that's it. It's a, it always comes back. <laughs> yep. So, but now, uh, you know, naturally with the snapper season open, and that was a, that was a fiasco at that marina. I, I, I bet mean, that was a nightmare, wasn't it? Was it a busy weekend? Oh. Uh, well, the problem of it, too, is, you know, like I said, there was storms <laughs> on that outside, and all them small boats, you know, there was, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday, I mean, they just had to stay at the marina because it was too rough out there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but they, when they did, go, yeah, they whacked them. I mean, I was talking to one of them, he said, no matter where you stopped, 30 foot of water to water, the they were there. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting. I had to get to ramp about four forty-five every morning, make sure I didn't have to park a mile away. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's a few showers down there around the boot this morning. Kind of always uh, is. You know, and you got that big old glob of stuff over there by Florida, that Invest 91 or whatever they're calling it. 30-mile-an-hour right. winds and full of rain. And uh, sitting there doing a little. That's kind of, looks like it's moving towards uh, Pensacola and Mobile and Biloxi. All right. It's going to stay, stay just east of you if it keeps that track. Who knows? Well. Who knows? Yeah. It is June 1st. <laughs> yeah. I heard a little bit on the uh, weather this morning. They weren't predicting that things do anything, so hopefully it don't. Nah, it's just a rainmaker. Yeah. Don't need none of them storms, that's for sure. No. We'll take a rainmaker, but not a haymaker. <laughs> no. Oh, well. Interesting stuff like that last night. <clears throat> Hope we can dodge one. All right, Mike. Well, hey, you be safe going back over there this morning and watch the roads, boy. It's just tough driving out there these days. Yeah, that's like Monday. You know, there was no traffic on Memorial Day when I come in, and it, and it was so nice. So, anyhow. Everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the summer. Here we are. Here we go. We're going to do it, brother. Well, hey, man, somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you. Give them some info. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunt and Fishing. All right, my friend. Mike, be safe, and I'll talk to you Saturday. All right, buddy. Later. Later. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana. Well, you know, Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display. Or if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281 701 8107. And when you're by the store, check out all their wild caught guff shrimp. If you're looking for the big 912s, they've always got them. 
great pricing, great availability. And crawfish season, it's still going on, and uh, Boyd's has got them, got them stocked up and plenty good prices on them. Check them out at boydsonestop.com, or you can call the store at 409-945-4001. And when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 519 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's head down the road south of town. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Stevie, what's up? <laughs> I'll just head it on down the road another day. I know you are. No rest for the weary. No, not these days. I tell you, this pattern we've been in here, I don't recall <laughs> seeing a May like this where it's been this calm for this many days. It's been a while, we man. Had- I remember we had one like this in 83 and 84. Yeah. It were... Uh, Boy, outstanding. Thank God for a five-trout limit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad we, we limited. fought hard for that. Hey, we, we fought hard. Oh, we got what we needed, man. We limited out by 730. Well, how many people do you have? Just one guy. Okay. Well, that's great, man. Five fish. You are the man. <laughs> oh, man. I know. It's just uh, some of it's kind of comical. But no, we had that one week here about, I don't know, two and a half, three weeks ago where it stormed for three or four days. Other than that, it's been real nice. It has. But and unseasonably me, cool, you know. it's I mean, Yeah, it has. I mean, yeah, it's a little had... warm, but I mean, that man, I can remember May's when it was just, you know, reaching the century mark every day. Yeah. But that was with southwest winds also. Yeah, we had that early in the month a little bit, but it wasn't a southwest. If you remember, it's more like a west-northwest. We had those weak little fronts, and it was actually cool. And then we flipped around. We had a brief southeast there for four or five days. And then, uh, I guess starting last week with that northeast wind. So, yeah, it's been kind of cool on the water. You get on dry land when you get in, it gets a little warm. But uh, Right. I don't know. It's It's been a good little good little run for me until this week i kind of i really had to work for them since we've gone to these four week tides uh, right last last two days yesterday was really tough for me uh but the last two days two or three days uh, of course i didn't fish a holiday weekend but uh, yesterday we had like two inches of movement all day day before that we had like an inch now this is where i'm fishing now i did make some adjustments to try to fix some of that like i totally deviated from the plan yesterday and i had uh travis travis snyder taylor hunter justin whitworth yesterday the crew of course you well yeah they're studs the you, can crew. Afford, you can afford to take chances with those guys and but you got to be careful because one <laughs> <laughs> You get a little too cocky and, and think you can really do some off the wall stuff. It'll bite you in the butt. And uh, yeah, kind of, kind of did yesterday. Uh, I say that we started we started out fishing some stuff where I've been catching a lot of fish, but it's kind of played out in that area, especially since the tides have gotten weaker and the water temperatures are back, you know, eighty two to eighty four degrees. And uh, we didn't waste a lot of time there, though. And then we made a long, long run south just to try to catch some current. 
and uh and we did we found a little tide movement some real pretty green water and uh i think the guys all over throwing little johns throwing uh uh well the purple demon but i know travis is throwing the purple demon with the white tail which is a little bit lighter purple than the regular one <clears throat> and uh man we started catching in an area where i'd caught some really good fish we started catching like 13 and 14 inch trout it was insane and the shad where you could walk on the shad like two to four inch shad all on the surface Goodness. and i'm thinking okay we're gonna we're gonna mess them up here and i think we only caught uh travis caught one about three and a half pounds there and then uh and well he caught the other one too right on that spot about another about 18 inches those are the only two legal fish we caught there good goat will do uh, that huh <laughs> a good goat will do that <laughs> yeah and and so we i just i finally had the bait left and we couldn't even get a little fish bite left there and honestly we made it like a 22 mile run i mean i'm i'm really getting stupid now i'm just I think something happened to me. Something triggered my brain. I just. Oh, I, I did all that last week, man. I, I That gas was getting old in my boat. I needed to burn exactly. it all out. <laughs> well, and when I was getting my, uh, my service done the other day, Chris Hughes told me, my mechanic told me, he said, man, I guess he put the machine, the computer on or whatever. He said, he said, Hillman, you need to open this damn thing up every once in a while and blow the injectors out. He said, what do you do, idle around everywhere? I said, Fernando well, and, and, and Jimmy <laughs> told me the same thing when I took mine in for service. He said, man, really? you don't run wide open much, do you? I said, well, not really. I'm an old man now. I don't need to go fast. No, well, I will. Clear the throat in this thing every once in a while. That's <laughs> it. And that's, I cleaned the, I, I did, I cleaned the injectors out yesterday though, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't, uh, that old, that old hunk of crap I'm running, it won't run more than like 40 miles an hour with two people with half a tank of gas in it anyway, with four grown men in it, you know, full cooler, full of ice and ice water and stuff. It, it'll run maybe 36, 37 miles an hour. Though. <laughs> it's not like I could, I could go fast anyway, but at any rate, we, uh, we went to an area where I had actually caught some fish about three weeks ago waiting, and uh, we jumped out, and, man, it was just like, it was like TPNW had just left and unloaded their, their, their hatchery, their, their fingerling trailer right where we were fishing. <laughs> we, we, caught, <laughs> we caught so many dinks. Like, I'm talking 8 to 12 or 13-inch trout. It was insane. I mean, stuff you could put in, a, in your aquarium. And yeah. uh, finally, I said, I said, guys, I'm going to go get the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I'm, I'm really pulling my hair out. I think we had four or five fish at that point. We we drifted in another area, caught a couple. but And uh, we jump out on kind of a, eh, not really a community spot, but not anything like I've been doing that's kind of, not that anything's top secret anymore, but... Uh, we jump out, and, and Taylor went one way, and me and Travis and Justin went the other. And, and uh, I caught one, and Travis caught one, and uh, we couldn't see Taylor. He was gone. I mean, he was only—he walked so far down the shoreline, and uh, and then Justin walked into a patch of flounder, and he's a flounder guru, man. If there's a flounder in the vicinity, he's going to sniff it out. Oh, and, he's a bottom dredger, man. I mean, if you but, but if you're looking for flounder, he's a guy to have. 
and he lo- but he loves it. He's throwing that little. Oh, he does. He's just bouncing it. We're in like side deep water, and he's bouncing it off the shell, just crushed shell, really, not really hard reef, and uh, through a little cut. You know, we had to. We were kind of resorted to to fishing cuts and and points and everything because that weak tide. I was trying to try to, you know, find right. some some artificial current. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, he hooked. I think we counted ten flounder. He landed, and most of them were just under fifteen. He, he landed one about nineteen twenty inches. He lost three or four keepers. I lost two good flounder. I mean, the flounder was so thick. And we ended up hooking like sixteen flounder yesterday. Bill and I were just talking about how slow the flounder bite's been, and now you're coming back oh, really? with this. So, yeah. That's, well, if, you found if them. You look at, if, well, there's two or three areas. If you look at where we're fishing, you'd you know why. You know, and even mm. even Justin, like I said, he's kind of a flounder guy. And he said, man, he said, I'll tell you why they're here, you know. And he, he of course, he knows. But And so it that played out, and I walked back around the point, and I see Taylor down there. He's like, in freaking Baytown, I mean, he's so far down the shoreline. So, I, but I could see white flashes. I could, I could see him fighting fish. You right. Know, that white, that white uh, water foaming everywhere, and looked like he had one pretty good one. Come to find out, it was one about four pounds. He, he, he had let go. But anyway, I picked up Taylor and Justin, and we idled on down the shoreline, put the hook out again, and jumped out. Of course, you know how that goes. Caught the tail end of the bite, and. uh but we, we did okay. It was work. I mean, they, they ended up catching, I don't know, man, 15 or 16 legal fish. Uh, <clears throat> they actually kept a few. You know, they had a fish fry. And uh, <laughs> you are talking about that the other day, fish fries. But, <laughs> but I think Taylor had the fish fry. Justin wanted a few. But, you know, those guys always turn them loose, always. So they kept a few yesterday. But we're standing there. How much time do I have, Mickey? Oh, you still got a few minutes, about five minutes. Okay, okay so we're standing there and uh, kind of just lined up, casting off this little, eh, kind of a, what's left of this little reef off, off this ridge line. And uh, really no mullets to speak of. We're, we were, we're seeing those rafts of mullets there for about two weeks. I'm not really, I didn't see those last couple of days. I guess the tide got weak, but there's little Well, there's so many mud. big trout in the bay, they ate all of them. All the big trout ate them, but <laughs> yeah. so we're we're looking at these just little button shad buzzing here and there. Really, not much to look at. No slicks to speak of. And then uh, uh, the reds. The, the well, Travis caught one twenty-seven inch red in the slot. He, I mean, uh, Taylor did let go, but and then the the big reds move in. I think I forget who was the first one to hook one. Uh, I think it was Justin. Justin catches one about thirty-five inches, and then. Uh, then Travis hooks up. Then I double up. We're hooked up at the same time. Oh, boy. I think we, we hooked five or six of those daggum things and landed four of them. All of them were giants. And that really killed what little trout bite we had. And, It'll do uh, it. Finally, <laughs> Justin had wandered off on another flounder mission, and then uh, Taylor had to go back to the boat, tie another leader. He broke off on one of those reds. And... Uh, and it's just me and Travis standing there, and we're talking about how the trout bite went away. And then finally, he hooks a trout, and he said, "Finally, I got a trout," <laughs> and he's fighting it. And then he really bows up. Damn bull red eats this trout while he's fighting it. <laughs> and he, now he's now he's fight, fighting this freaking behemoth redfish. 
and then his line goes limp, and, he, and he's just dragging this poor little, like, 12-inch trout across the water. And when he got it to him, there were no scales left on it. And, man, this, this trout was so dead, it looked like you picked it up on the side of the road or something. It, it <laughs> looked totally, like a plucked chicken. Oh, yeah, it, it, it just killed Isn't it. Isn't that somehow know. all that they – I mean, when those reds suck those little trout in and they get them down by their crushers and inside their mouth, there's not a scale left on them when they come out. Oh, it was insane. And, and we decided <laughs> to go ahead and, and kind of abort that mission after, after that because I figured it was done. And we didn't really want to want to hook any more of those things. I mean, we are weighing them on our bogus, which we all have 15-pound bogus, and they were bottom totally bottom oh out. yeah that just bottoms out those those are nasty ones man yeah they're 20 plus pounders but yeah on uh, trout tackle <laughs> yeah exactly and then then we we went somewhere else and it was like sea world i mean big bull sharks swimming through our, like right by us. Oh. big big bull shark we've been seeing a lot of sharks lately and, and i'm fishing all over the bay i'm not just in one spot and uh and then uh travis hooked a big stingray i think Ugh. Taylor caught Taylor caught a giant drum and a hard head and a gaff top. I mean, it's like okay, we got our got our trash can slam. Let's get out of Boy, here. Boy, you enough. you were definitely on the trash can slam highway there, brother. Good. <laughs> oh, Lord. caught a ladyfish. Taylor or Travis caught a ladyfish yesterday. First one on my boat yesterday. But Uh-oh. the fish just they just didn't feed. They just didn't. I mean, we caught with the little ones and everything. We probably caught sixty fish, but it wasn't it wasn't yeah. anything like it like it had had been and had i not had those guys with me it would have been a different story altogether for sure just but, another uh, day in galveston bay oh man but i don't know i think we'll get back on some better tides it'll get easier like it was i guess i guess it will well we got know. in that mode with those two tide days where we had all that current and uh we got spoiled with that and then we were kind of yeah. i was kind of you know, ticked off in a lot of areas. I liked fish because the tide was running too hard. You had to wait for it to slow up, and exactly. now it's so weak. It just hey, that's the life of a fisherman, isn't it? Isn't isn't that something? We were bitching and moaning about. Well, sorry, <laughs> but we're we're griping about the uh, the the real hard tide here a couple of weeks ago because couldn't couldn't catch them until it slowed down, and now we don't have enough tide. But anyway, life of a guide. We got what you we, sign up for. Yep. That's it. That's uh, it's, it's our choice. All right, Hillman. Well, I got a roll. Finally, if somebody wants to give you a call about uh, coming down and fishing with you, and uh, go get them a trash can slam. How how does that? How do they get a hold of you, man? That sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. Four zero nine two five six seven nine three seven. All right, buddy. Well, Hillman. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate you taking my call this morning. And guess what? I'll talk to you again in the morning. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, buddy. You have a good one. Watch watch your six. All right, man. All right. right, That's Captain Steve Hillman down in Galveston. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. You know, Danco's committed to providing affordable, high-quality product products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. Check out their premio pliers and the nice leather sheath they come in. They're what I use, and they have outstanding quality and performance, and no boat should be without a couple of pair of them. And uh, I really like the cobalt, cobalt cutter on them. It has a super sharp 
you know, hinge on it for cutting braided line and, and other things in your boat, leader and all that. And no boat should be without Danco knives that come in a variety of sizes. You know, a German stainless steel blade and Danco knives, I, I prefer them better than the Bubba blade at half the price. Danco knives have a dual molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch and a DuPont Teflon coated blade that's Danco Sports Incorporated. Do it with Danco. Captain Mickey for the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore division. And 120 tagged redfish swimming around in Texas inshore waters with other species to fish for like gaff top, drum, and sheephead, flounder, Offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament, it's brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hawk Power Polaris, Mountie Boats, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222. Sign up today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 538 here in the Bayou City. Final segment already. My time has flown by today. All right, let's go down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Michael, tell me something. What's up? What's up, buddy? What's happening? Man, I'm uh, I'm getting everything rigged up, ready to rock. I got some Tokyo jigs, some Mahi rigs, some snapper rigs, some divers. We got a little bit of everything. I think we're going to try to send it this morning. Well... You can uh, catch snapper today. Yes, sir. You know, it looks, uh, from what I can see, like two and a half footers at, I don't know, just under four seconds. I mean, it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be, Mickey, to be real honest with you. Um, I don't think it's going to be super nice, and I don't think it's going to be unfishable. So somewhere in between, somewhere in between those two, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's come come down a little this morning after the nighttime hours, but uh, what did I last see it out there at the uh, south southeast seven to nine? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. You know, I'm, I've been looking at it on on windy, you know, windy app, and it looks pretty nuts, dude. You can, uh, you know, if you look at the radar, it doesn't you don't see a ton of rain or any any of that. But man, if you look at the windy app, you can see that wind swirling around like crazy in front of, uh, I guess, Louisiana right now. Yeah, it's coming off that Invest ninety one over there in the top end of the Gulf over there by Florida, where they have that disturbance. It sure is. You're right. It sure is. It's way over there in Florida. That's right. Man, it looks super scary on the uh, on windy app. I'll tell you that it looks. Super yeah. Scary. <laughs> Um, but I mean, there's not a ton of, of rain bands or anything that I, I don't see, you know, that has the opportunity to pop up and ruin our day by any means. And 
it's just going to be a weird couple of days, man. I mean, we'll, of course, we'll book for snapper and offshore trips the next, you know, from now until eternity. But uh, um, it's just going to be a weird couple of days, I think. You know, we're going to have to watch this thing, watch the right. thing that's whipping around in there. You know, tomorrow that thing kind of pushes down towards, at least the wind pushes down towards Louisiana a little bit from what I can see. And it just kind of hovers, you know, not quite. And then by Saturday, it looks like it's, you know, probably 40 miles straight out of the jetty where that wind is, is, is howling. You know, so Saturday will be an interesting day to see. Maybe a good day to do uh, some of the close spot fishing and, uh, you know, within mm-hmm. 40, 50 miles. But, you know, we're just going to get out there, dude. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an A-OK today. We've got a six-person crew, so we're loaded to the gills. And uh, see if we can bring back home a bunch of big old red snappers. Well, I the wish you the best. Here. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you what, there's been a many years where there was a, a no-brainer on, you know, safety for going out. So I'm grateful that, uh, that, that this day is different and this year is different and it looks like, looks like it's going to be a party out there. Well... This time last year, you wouldn't have been wanting to go out in old Mother Guff. <laughs> yeah, she was nasty. Remember how rough and windy it was? <laughs> I remember because I did go, and I did remember because uh, you're right. <laughs> it, was, it was nasty, dude. There was uh, Somebody sent me a timeline photo from last year at this exact day, and, and uh, you could see the radar on the boat just lit up, dude just lit up when we were out offshore i mean it was it was something special something special last year so uh i don't think we'll be yeah it's hard to hard to enjoy yourself when it's like that and you man it just man you're looking over your shoulder and well well should i run south or should i run west (laughs) yeah and then you zoom out a couple times and you realize well either way we're we're uh pretty in trouble <laughs> yeah well boys right now the good news is we're sitting in the sucker hole it's not happening but uh the walls are closing in real fast you better pull up your bridges and get ready to ride this thing out with me because we pretty much got no option at this point <laughs> well i tell you what mickey there's been a couple kingfish being caught you know we went on a 12 hour uh not too long ago maybe last week, and uh, we found, you know, we found some green and do a couple pings, and uh, what I thought was a big wahoo, and then we jumped that sail on that on that trip, so, I mean, I, I've i seen a few kingfish being pulled, I ran into somebody, I think it, I forget where, at Bucky's or whatever, and somewhere out, and they were telling me that they were uh, about 60 miles offshore, and they were showing me pictures of some pretty good kingfish being caught, and I'll tell you what, you know, Last year, June first, I think we did catch one kingfish, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't looking this promising, you know. I was uh, slim pickings last year, man, all year for kings, and this year I'm already hearing all kinds of reports on kings. You know, Bill Watkins yeah. told me earlier that uh, there was some caught on the Sabine jetties. Yeah, when you start seeing that, I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. Well, and look down south, you know. 
Port Isabel down there, South Padre. They've been catching kings for a couple of weeks down there. Yeah, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, they just got to keep on making their way down this way. Yeah, and they're kind of your savior fish out there. When things get a little slow on other stuff, man, them kingfish bite, it can, uh, boy, it can get everybody busy real quick in the boat, bud. Absolutely, man. They're fun to catch. And and drip line it and hold on, buddy. Man, they're a blast to catch, man. I like. I like yeah, they are. Smokers. That we didn't see them. Uh, I'll tell you what, I missed them, but man, you know, we stuck a uh, we stuck a real nice cobia. We saw three cobia on the last offshore trip. Stuck a real nice one. So I mean, the fisheries is looking solid. Um, the fisheries is looking really, really solid as from what I can see, you know, as far as offshore. I think it's going to be a stellar, stellar season. Oh, yeah. Wait till you start dropping, dropping them snapper lines down this morning. See how solid that is. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that I'm jumping for joy sticking 20 pounders here in a minute. There you go. You might be, bud. Oh, Chavo texted me and said to give a shout out to Sharky. Uh, what's up, Chavo? And he's good people. They don't they good. don't come much better than him, I can tell you that. Oh yeah, man. He hooked it up with a bunch of bunch of blue crab one day, you know, during that time span where nobody was able to get their hands on blue crab, man, and he was so kind enough to give us some of that and ended up helping save one of our trips, man. So that's good people right there, man. That, it uh, is. that are help out. You know, that's what the fishing community is all about, man, is uh, if we could have a bunch of chavos running around and, and people that are willing to, you know, help out in times of need, man, that's that's what it's all about. That's why you really don't want, in our industry, you know, I, I can't, I don't even understand why people get so wound up and bound up about silly stuff like it's high school and, and all no, it's childish. It's kindergarten. It's, it's, it's stupid. At, at some point, you're going to need a helping hand. I don't care who you are. You can't do this business alone. You're going to lose your anchor on the rocks. And right. You spare anchor while you're out there. You're going to run out of bait. You know, you're going to break down and need a tow. I mean, it's just what we do. And so just be friendly, man. That's, we're all out here to have a good daggum time and enjoy God's creation, you know? That's what all it's right. all about. Good words from the wise. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I got to run if somebody wants to call you about uh, coming down and hooking up. Give them some info. Come on with it, guys. We still got a few dates left in uh, in June for Sugar Shane Offshore and a, and a few dates left for me in later, I believe, later July for Offshore. And we've got some inshore trips as well. Hop on our website, outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. Check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability on our website. Let's go get you booked up and hooked up. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless, Nikki. We'll talk to you on Saturday. All right, Sharky. Be safe, buddy. Catch him up. Later. Later. All right. All right. Now let's go to the Big Sam, Sam Rayburn Reservoir. Let's check in with Randy Dearman this morning, see what he's up to. Good morning, Randy. How you doing, man? Hey, Captain Mick. It's uh, going to be a nice day. The crowd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was as bad down there on the coast. I think everybody come up here to Sam Rayburn. I bet. Pretty crowded, huh? It was, it was. 
It was a mess, but it's everything's quieting down, back to normal. We're uh, just catching those crappie right now. That's good. So the bites, bites hanging in there then. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got it's got probably a little better and uh, not catching quite as many throwbacks. You know about well, about that's good. More, maybe maybe a few more keepers and throwbacks. I think you know it goes like that every year early in the year you got so many of them little ones out there uh, but uh, it's leveling out well uh, that's good to hear yep and some nice size fish you know too some some really really nice slabs mixed in there with them well I'll when you get to filleting them, I tell you, man, when you those slabs, that just makes such a pretty fillet. <laughs> have you have you ate some of them? I'm sure oh yeah, have, but, uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a good eating fish. It is. It's good, clean, smooth, just delicious fish. Yeah, uh, I bass fish one day last week and uh, uh, had a. Oh, we had a decent day. We didn't catch no giants, but the lady caught probably one four and a half, and the guy with me caught one about five. So they were they were pretty happy about that. Those are nice, nice fish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody don't don't fish a lot of four pounders. You know, is is a nice bass for them. Yes, I'll take them fours and fives. Every day of the week. Yeah. But, uh, caught them on a big old worm out there in about oh, 22 foot of water, I think, on one of, one of them crappie piles. Right. One of them brush piles. But uh, a few of the piles right now, Mickey got lots of brim on them, and some of them don't have none. Isn't that strange, you know? Uh you know, I saw that when we were up there. You get there was a couple of them there that we had hit that just if you didn't get that minnow down, you kept it up. The brim would just tear it off. They were just, and yep. then when you'd reel up, it five of them would follow it to the top. Yeah, I know it. And in the next weird, brush pile you hit, you wouldn't even see one. Yeah, and what's weird like like that? Uh, where did they go the next day? The ones that were. Just ate up with brim. You know, you, you, you are not there. And and the next two you go to be covered with brim. I've got when I pull up there, if brim <laughs> start just tearing it up, I say, hey, roll them up. We're moving. Got to leave. Bait stealers. Yeah. Kind of like hardheads are on the coast for people fishing with shrimp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just got to leave. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on, go brother. To, yeah, go to another well or another another reef one, huh? Something. Find something else. All right, Randy. Well, hey, I thought I'd check in, see what was going on up there, see if you're still catching them. It sounds like it's getting better. So anybody wants to yeah, come up and fish with you, give them a number, man. Hey, 936-328-0864. Give us a call. We'll go up there and get you a box full all right randy hey good talking to you have a good weekend and i'll talk to you next week be safe brother 
See you, Captain Mick. All right. Thanks, Randy. All right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.